welcome to the City Students Podcast. In today's episode, we continue our series called The Everyday God, considering what it means to follow God every day of our lives. Sam and the team discuss busier days and quieter days. Hi, Sam here. Welcome to our second episode of the City Students Podcast in our series called The Everyday God. And this is about considering being followers of Jesus requires us to follow him every day. It's to be a joyful thing. It's to be a decision. It's to be a commitment. It's to be a blessing. But it also poses lots of challenges. So we just want to spend this series considering those. We'll have a discussion later with some of the uh, other city students leaders around this and what it practically looks like in our lives and um, we'll mention some resources at the very end that can help us put um, all of this into action. We want to start by considering the word around our topic for today which is busier days and quieter days and the question behind this is does the fullness or the emptiness of our day dictate what our devotion to God looks like? Is that the main thing that decides how we're going to give our day over to God? Often we talk in the extremes when we're asking each other, you know, how's your day been? It's been busy. And this can reflect a incredibly busy life. We can get caught up in absolutely chock-a-block filling our days with work and studies and friends and family and hobbies and we talk about this I think quite a bit in the church and amongst believers because we know that the Bible says lots about it and that's not exactly how life is supposed to look it's not supposed to be from dawn until dusk every single day non-stop Um, The other extreme that we sometimes consider is when it's too quiet, when uh, it might be due to laziness and slothfulness, um, that there might be someone who's not really doing anything with their lives. And again, these are things that Scripture talks about. Today, I want us to kind of focus in on the more subtle side of being busy and being quiet. And that's why we're calling it busier days and quieter days because in a typical week there'll be one or two days that are a little bit busier and there'll be one or two days that are a bit quieter and then the other days are just our kind of normal rhythm. How do we ensure that whether it's a slightly busier or slightly quieter we are committing every day to God because when it comes to what scripture tells us we are to work that's how God ordered things in creation before sin entered in Genesis 2 the Lord God took the man put him in the garden of Eden to work it and keep it when sin entered the world in Genesis 3 that's when it became a a much more arduous thing Uh, describes how for Adam the sweat of your face will um, dictate the, the way you go about your work in keeping the land but it is something that we're to do and Proverbs speaks about being those who are diligent with all the things that we have in our days in Proverbs 12 24 it says the hand of the diligent will rule while the softful will be put to forced uh, 
labor and so we can apply that principle in that proverb about the things that are in our hands the things that we're to do we're to go at them well this reflects in paul's writings as well in colossians 3:23 says whatever you do work heartily as for the lord and not for men paul says quite a few things about giving ourselves to our day he writes to timothy and uses analogies like it is the hard-working farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops paul uses um kind of athletic analogies about running the race um and um finishing well and um, being an athlete as you go about your day these are quite um these are these are pictures of giving yourself to your days there's also an encouragement from paul in galatians about giving yourself to fellow believers and giving yourself to other people in galatians 6 10 he says so then as we have opportunity let us do good to everyone and especially to those who are of the household of faith this is a an exhortation that we do take seriously as believers that we need to if we think about this verse as we have opportunity there are so many opportunities in our days to busy ourselves and to give ourselves to other people we can come across people's needs when we're messaging or calling or on social media um, or we can think about um, when it comes to being uh, a witness for Jesus the opportunities as we go about our day-to-day in our workplace on campus um, of being able to tell people about Jesus and that gives us something else to do in our day this verse also says especially to those who are of the household of faith and church life can be very busy we can be part of teams and we can be committed to small groups and Sundays and these are good things for us to do I just want to make sure I'm getting that across well that to have things in our days and to give ourselves to our work our studies friends family those kind of things they're they're important and they are good things but we're also to rest we're to balance all of that with rest and this is where we come to um two of jesus kind of quite famous teachings in matthew 11 he says these words come to me all who labor and are heavy laden all who have things to do in their days all of us who've had a busyness and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light and when we consider not just the teachings of jesus but the life of jesus we see him putting this all into practice that as you read through the gospels and see jesus's life you see him going at his day uh, in our previous episode on mornings and evenings there's one passage in luke where jesus was teaching early in the morning so there were times where he was up and with other people and going at his work as a teacher um and he also knew how to rest he also knew how to stop how to still be with others or to be by himself to be just with his father and to rest 
And another famous story of Jesus' life is in Luke 10 with Martha and Mary where Jesus is in their house and he's speaking, he's teaching and Mary is at his feet listening to every word that he says whereas Martha is busying herself in the background with the household preparations and her heart is to be a blessing to do what is good to look after her guest but Jesus says to her Martha Martha you are anxious and troubled about many things but one thing is necessary Mary has chosen the good portion which will not be taken away from her and I think this is the kind of the root and foundation to whether our day is a busier one or a quieter one if it's rooted in Jesus if we've spent at least some time at his feet worshipping him talking to him listening to him through his word waiting upon the holy spirit to guide us and to care for us and to convict us and challenge us then whether it's busier or quieter we're going to be giving it to god that's just some thoughts considering scripture coming up next we're going to have a discussion around the table as a city students team about what our busier days and quieter days look like and what we do practically um, to give our days over to God. So welcome to our virtual around the table discussion and we are talking about busier days and quieter days. Um, who have we got around the table today? Uh, we've got Andrew with us. Hello, everyone. Hi, brother. We've got Emily Golding with us. Hello. Wonderful. And last but not least, Elliot. Hi, guys. He's here as well. Um, I realised in the last episode, I did a very poor job of introducing you all. I, I sounded kind of underwhelmed, um, but I'm genuinely thrilled uh, that you're all here um, as uh, as as a team and and students to talk about this. Um, so let's get started. Um, a quick start of ten, thirty second question: Do you prefer a busier day or a quieter day? Let's start with um, let's start with Elliot. I prefer. Uh, I think I prefer quieter days, but in reality, I strive to fill my days with lots of things to try and be productive um, and then try to end up escaping the busyness by resting. Um, yeah, so I think I still hold to the fact I prefer quieter days. I just don't know how to do that yet. Yeah, yeah, I relate. Um, how about for you, Andrew? I think I prefer a, a busier day. It feels like I've done something productive. Um, and part of that might be, be might be healthy, but there's another part of it that you know I'm striving to be busy to always be doing stuff. Um, I still enjoy a good rest every now and then, and you know a quiet day. But um, there's nothing quite like getting through a checklist of things that you've done that you set yourself to do. Yeah, yeah, you're a list man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, great, and Emily, how about you? Yeah, I think similar to Andrew, I think. 
I prefer busier days and definitely I appreciate the odd quieter day. But if I have more than like one day in a row of a quieter day, I think I don't really enjoy it and I want to be busy again. Um, So, yeah, I think like Andrew said, I prefer feeling productive and like I'm doing things with my day. Great. What you just said there, Emily, kind of hits at the heart of um, this this discussion because um, the Bible says a lot about um, being too busy, having life overwhelmingly busy, just nonstop from day to day. Um, and we know what it says um, about kind of being too quiet and, and leaning towards laziness and slothfulness. But actually, for, for most of the time, um, we just have in our week some days that are a bit busier and some days that are a bit quieter. And that's just kind of part of the rhythm. Um, but how do we ensure that no matter what the day looks like, it's still a day that we're giving over to God and we're devoting to him? So maybe um, let's start by kind of painting pictures of what our typical busier day and a typical quieter day might look like. Um, somebody's got a lorry reversing in the background there. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. this is a live recording. That's me. Um, Sorry. That's it. That's I'll, tell okay. them, I'll tell them to stop. <laughs> Please do. Um, yeah. What does a typical busier day, a typical quieter day, look like? We're in lockdown at the moment, so that might look slightly different to, to usual. Feel free to kind of talk about either now in lockdown or. Um, previous to that um, and I guess let's start with uh, student life so Andrew and Emily both studying at the moment so um, what might a typical busier day and a typical quieter day look like for you in your week let's go to Andrew first yeah um, a busy day looks quite uh, rushed in the mornings um, but thankfully I always, I always have a walk up to campus so that's always quite a nice so I'm not like kind of rushing up there. It gives me a chance to pray if, if I need to. Um, then I kind of bounce around different seminars and lectures. Um, not really, yeah. Sometimes it's not very productive at all, but sometimes they are. They are, and it's really useful uh, before coming home. And then sometimes I literally have half an hour to eat um, before I'm doing something in the evening, like student group or small group uh, or something like that. Um, so those days can be really full on and non-stop. Um, a quieter day, because I'm doing a master's, there aren't actually too many days like that. Um, so some days where I can wake up a lot later and kind of get things done during the day, get do a bit of writing for a, for an essay here, a bit bit of sort of studying there. Um, but yeah, still still reasonably productive on those days though. Great. Let's stick with you for a second, Andrew, because I think um, the next question after thinking about that is, do you find one of those easier to devote to God than the other? And if so, why? Yeah, I think um, the busier day, I know that I, that I need God in it. I know that I'm going to be certainly meeting other people, seeing lots of other people. Um um, so I can pray that God would use me in whatever situation I end up in. Um, I start the day much more lazier on a quieter day because I don't have to get up. Um, so I would certainly say a busier day where I know there are probably challenges uh, for the day as well. 
I'm not maybe if I'm not looking forward to it. Um, it's definitely easy to just say, God, um, uh, I need your help today. Great. Thanks, Andrew. Um, how about for you, Emily? What do your days typically look like? And um, same thing about is one easier to give to God than the other? Mm-hmm. Um, I think a busier day. As a student, for me, I think there's sort of two different ones. So there's ones that are really full of lectures and seminars. Um, but then on the other hand, I also have had placement. So there's busy days um, where I'm literally out of the house from half seven until five. Um, yeah, so I think in terms of being at uni and having seminars and lectures, um, normally kind of waking up last minute. Um, I lived really close to uni. So uh, yeah, waking up last minute and getting out um, and then kind of being in uni for most of the day. Um, but then a quieter day at uni would probably be no seminars or lectures and probably maybe not even much work to do. So wouldn't even possibly like think about uni in the day. Um, but those days I'd probably be more deliberate in spending time with friends. Um, so it would be busy in a different sort of way. Um, yeah, so I think planned busy days I find easier to give over to God. Um, I think when I know that I'm going to be busy, I'm then a bit more intentional about finding time to spend with God. Um, I'd say busy days that aren't planned, um, I could quite easily go through the day um, and not have spent time with God. Um, but then the same with quieter days, I think, because, yeah, like Andrew said, there's not that um, rush to find time with God and you know that you've got all day, but then that sometimes means that it might kind of be pushed further back through the day. Um, so, yeah, I think I find busier days easier to give to God. And like Andrew said, that often there might we might feel a greater need um, to know God's presence on busier days. I'm kind of similar in thinking it's the busy day as I devote more to God. I'm more aware of him, more aware of my need for, um, for him in my day. I'm more routine, whereas quieter days... Um, I'm kind of fighting against routine. I kind of don't want to have the routine if it's like my Saturday um, and a day off. I want to do things that don't feel like the work day, but that can sometimes come at the cost of um, giving the day to God and, and, and thinking about about him. Um, let's come to Elliot, um, the silent man over there in the corner. Um, how about for you? What do your your days look like, feel like? How do you find giving them to God? Yeah, so um, so I, I work in a school um, in Ashford and commute from Canterbury. So a typical busy day is a is a weekday for me. So getting up quite early, um, around around six ish, um, and yeah, and uh, so I, I I try to build in routine, so habit to have my devotional time in the morning um, before I head to work, and then yeah, so. Uh, any day at school, the, the days are different every day, really, um, working with different different kids. And then uh, usually I'll come home, so it's about a kind of half an hour drive, so there's the commute as well, um, which is actually a great time to be able to, to listen to worship, so I try and make the most of that time. Um, and then, yeah, we'll sometimes have a meet-up with someone after work, and then if it's really busy, have something on in the evening as well. So either pursuits or small group 
um, or another kind of meeting. Um, yeah, and I've, I've realised I like to try and pack meetings back to back to make the most of my time, um, which can often lead me to being late if they overrun, which they inevitably do. Um, so that's a typical kind of busier day. Uh, and then, yeah, um, and then a quieter day, it's generally a Saturday. I, I still like to get up relatively early. Um, but then, yeah, I'll go to, a, to the National Trust place because despite being 25, I like to pretend I'm 75. Um, are you uh, are you a lifetime member of the National Trust? Alas, not not yet. I've I've only I've just gone into the uh, into the adult membership though from being kind of a young person, so I do feel I do feel old now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so we'll take a drive out into the countryside, um, or just chill or see friends. Um, yeah, I, I I struggle with that though. I do struggle with days where there's no kind of plan. Although I think lockdown strangely has helped with that to try and accept that I'm not in control, uh, that I kind of can't have a have a set routine as 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 much as I obviously can when I'm working. Um, but yeah, I find it I, I find it because I've got a routine in place on a weekday. I find it easier to spend the kind of time I've allocated for time with God on those days. And like you guys have all said, I definitely feel my need for him more. Um, yeah, so on a quieter day, um, I can often find it's an opportunity to spend more extended time with God rather than just um, trying to almost fit him into my day, which, which um, yeah, can seem sometimes a bit forced. But on a, on a quieter day, being able to just read through longer pieces of scripture, so maybe a, maybe a letter, um, or, or have just a just a kind of casual read through the Psalms, um, yeah. And you know, don't get me wrong, that's not that's not every choir today, um, but yeah, that's that's I find that helpful. I want to jump on to our Christian diaries. Um, I think that um, yeah, church life can often be quite busy. There can be lots of things that um, that we want to do, and um, that is a good thing, and it's an important thing. Um, considered Bible verses um, earlier in the episode, where it's about you know giving yourself to the household of faith, doing good to everyone, um, being diligent, and working heartily with all that God has given you. Um, but it's it's another thing that requires balance. Um, so maybe let's talk a little bit about what our kind of Christian diaries can look like, how we, um, yeah, that we're, that we're involved, but maybe if there's like any kind of boundaries that we've, um, that we've created, um, especially when it's, you know, the, the call to be, um, you know, witnesses for Jesus and to be evangelistic and spending time with people who, who don't know Jesus. Um, I think that my Christian diary over kind of second year and third year grew quite a lot. Um, so I've been part of different small groups and gone along to student work and then obviously church on a Sunday morning. And then there's quite often something in the evening that um, I'll be attending on a Sunday. So my week can look quite busy in terms of 
um, attending Christian meetings. Um, and I think it's something that at first I absolutely loved and I, I would say I still love it. But um, yeah, at first I was certainly trying to do as much as I could. Um, and that was so useful for getting stuck into a new church. Um, but I think kind of third year, um, I was trying to be more careful about how much time I was perhaps spending in church and how much time I was spending with um, my housemates who don't go to church and uh, my course mates. So I think, yeah, I was trying to get more of a balance between um, always going out and doing different things, whether that be a church meeting or whether it be meeting with church friends. Um, I was trying to get that balance of making sure that I was showing to my non-Christian friends that I also valued their time and their friendship. Um, yeah, so I think my week generally looks busy in terms of uh, Christian Christian stuff going on, but I was also trying to be intentional about, say, if I'd been out for the evening at small group, then coming back and spending time with my housemates. Yeah, I think um, having that balance is really important. Um, so I've I kind of realised that I wasn't really doing much with, say, my non-Christian friends at all, um, or like, or with non-Christian people at all, uh, for a bit. So I, so I took, so I joined the running club on campus, and that was just an opportunity to speak to people who, you know, might not have. Well, just to speak to people who weren't Christians who didn't know uh, didn't know much about about our faith. Um, so I think it's really yeah I think it's really important to have a mix of um, time you spend in fellowship uh, in things like small group. Um, I think they're really super beneficial times, um, which you probably said uh, on last on the last podcast as well. Um, but also spending time with with your friends as well, so with my housemates. Um, I've been deliberate with that time as well, making sure that um, you really give yourself over to opportunities um, and asking God to lead you in those opportunities as well. Yeah, definitely. The um, ability to prioritise, to decide what we do and what we don't do um, can make a massive difference. And I think um, learning to be able to say yes to things and say no to things is a lesson we all all need to learn. Um, I didn't keep a diary for a long time, so I didn't know what I was saying yes to or no to. I hadn't got a clue. Um, but as soon as I kind of recognized, okay, this is what my days look like. Here's a busier day. Here's a quieter day. I can say yes to that. I can say no to that. It's, um, it's a really good good thing to, to learn. Um, I come to you, Elliot, because I think um, just thinking beyond university, often um, people then go into to gap years um, and, and, and head towards work. So um, just wondering if you have any thoughts about, you know, the kind of committing your days to God whilst you're in a kind of gap year context. Um, and also maybe at the start of work, if there's you know, just one or two lessons that, uh, that you've learned from those things and, and if there's any differences from, from university life. Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, I think 
Yes. So post-university life can look, well, obviously does look different to being a student. Um, and I think I wasn't fully prepared for how different that would be. Um, it's a different uh, season of life. And I think um, you, you can't, you can't expect it to look the same in terms of your your, your time, uh, the amount of time you have, because although obviously people's courses are different, uh, different commitments, um, I think generally generally students have a bit more free time with which to, to play with. I know that might not be the case for everyone. But yeah, so straight after university, I, I did a, um, a gap year, a year for a Christian charity. And... Um, and that was great, but it did mean that um, I was kind of committed to, yeah, to, to working for for that charity, and it, it was it was you know a volunteer year, but it was it was effectively a job, and uh, it's it's a funny one with with working, either working for a Christian organisation or for a church or doing a year um, for the church because you are doing a lot. Um, in the service of God and in the service of a church. But actually, I think one sort of piece of advice I'd have is, is something I learned is that um, don't don't mistake doing things for God or for the people of God for spending time necessarily with God. Um, I think that it's very easy to think that you're doing a lot of things, um, that you're going to a lot of events, and, that, and that's wonderful. Um, but, but, of course, it's sensible to be... Um, careful with your time sometimes but yeah don't don't um stop spending time with god so resting with him spending time in his words and 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 not not just with other people but on your on your own as well um i think that's vitally important and yeah and then again when you get into the workplaces properly it's kind of different still and so you, you you're able to build in more structure I think because usually you're working nine to five or something like that so the rhythm of your day becomes more set um but yeah yeah um it's just it's just adapting to those different seasons of life and you don't you won't always get that perfectly but of course you know that's we have grace grace for that and so it, it's just adapting to those changing changing seasons of life with what we can commit to and what we can't commit to um but it, it certainly takes practice and it takes time yeah. that's that's so helpful i think um and one final thing i just want to to kind of add to that is is the role of the holy spirit who lives within us and so no matter what uh, is going on in our day no matter where we are uh, no matter what time we're waking up um and how busy or quiet it is the holy spirit um residing in us and speaking to us and pointing us to Jesus, um, he helps us to apply that to um, whatever our context is, whatever life looks like, whether it's studies or a gap year or work, or whether it's you know, normal kind of routines of life or lockdown. And the Holy Spirit helps us and, and guides us um, and points us to Jesus, and we can look more like him. So uh, thanks so much for all of your thoughts and all of your contributions guys it's really really helpful um i think unfortunately we have lost elliot um as in we've lost him on the recording um so for our kind of goodbye for our discussion we won't be able to hear from elliot um but Shame. andrew and emily thank you so much 
It's good hearing Thank from you. Dan. No problem. And um, yeah, coming up next, some hints, tips, ideas, resources for how to uh, follow God every day during a busier day or a quieter day. As we head towards the end of our episode, we just want to take uh, a couple of minutes to think about hints, tips, ideas, resources to help us be everyday followers of God, whether we have a busier day or a quieter day. I'm going to start somewhere fairly basic. Get a diary. Um, if you don't have one, get one, uh, whether it's on your phone or a paper copy. Just being able to write down what your days, weeks look like and plan ahead makes a massive difference. You can see when there's a, a busier day and cater for it. You can see when there's a quieter day and um, and, and, and do the same. So um, if you don't have one, get yourself a diary. Um, when we think about things like uh, prayer and being in the Bible and worship, these um, these means that God has given us to to meet with him and engage with him have different ways of engaging with those things up your sleeve so with prayer um, if it's a busier day you can use things uh, that people call arrow prayers which is basically short little prayers as you're going about your day firing them off to God so when you're walking to and from campus going between um, your seminars and lectures as you're heading out in the evening um, to, to, to do various things when you're going to see you or to church um, there's there's an opportunity at every moment to just send off little prayers if you've got more time then have a longer sustained time of just enjoying God's presence use prayer cards which we talked about in the previous episode lists of things and people that you want to pray for go through those things on your quieter days with scripture um, there's lots of apps which give you a verse for the day, um, a verse or passage. Um, I think passages are particularly useful. Sometimes verses can be taken out of context. But just short excerpts from Scripture that, um, that are online and through apps um, really help as we have busy days. On a quieter day, why not read a whole book uh, in, in Scripture? There was one time I sat down and read all of Genesis. It took a while, but it gave me a... a a kind of different angle and insight to God's word. How about with worship? We can stream worship as we go. Often we've got um, music on our phones and we'll listen to it um, as we're going about our day. On a quieter day, if you play an instrument, get it out and sing. Or go online and find lots of different videos that worship teams and churches put together to kind of expand on um, when we have sung worship, your ability to engage and worship God. When it comes to Christian books, there's some that's uh, purposefully written that are smaller and easy to kind of pick up and put down. So those are useful for your busy day. Um, one I'd suggest in terms of kind of devotional book um, is a series called Straight to the Heart of by Phil Moore. He just writes short little chapters, two, three pages, reflecting on different passages on a Bible. Often they're based on a book. So uh, I've got with me here uh, called Straight to the Heart of Revelation. He journeys through Revelation kind of um, passage by passage and just writes two or three pages. It's very easy, five minutes and and you've read it. But there's longer ones. So one that's dear to my heart is 
the Song of Songs by Charlie Cleverly, where he kind of expands lots of thoughts and ideas on the different passages in the Song of Songs. And on a quieter day, I love reading that book. Final thing I'm going to mention um, is particularly around phones. I think, um, well, no, I know, they can be things that um, we can use for the glory of God, we can use um, in our day-to-day following of him and for good, um, but they can also over-occupy us and take up a lot of our time and our attention and sometimes bring us away from God. So I'm just going to mention a book called 12 Ways Your Phone Is Changing You by Tony Rank. Um, he acknowledges the good side of things and the subtleties of it, but also um, the potential pitfalls and the ways that it can distract us and over-occupy us um, and take us away from God. It's a really, really helpful book. I'd strongly suggest that. Okay, that's uh, the end of our episode on busier days and quieter days. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and um, we'll see you next time on City Students Podcast. 